Welcome to the Wealthy Wednesday Show. I'm Lucy McMonagle. I am the host, and I am on a movement to create this world a better place. If you are listening to this, please make sure that you share this episode with your friends, your family, and your tribe, because together as a collaborative, we can all do our part to create conscious wealth, create conscious communities, and to make this world a better place. Stay tuned for our next featured guest. Hey, 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 welcome to another edition of the Wealthy Wednesday Show. This is your host, Lucy McMonagle, who today we're going to have a juicy, fabulous, fun episode because we have Catherine kemp Guile, and she has spent more than 25 years in the business and nonprofit management world as a coach, as a management consultant, and a CEO. Catherine's current project is Make Everything Fun. Woo-hoo, and I love having fun. I'm trying my best not to screech on here because I know sometimes that can get a little wild. But she also coaches and consults on how to find the energy to do everything and all of those amazing projects that you want to have so that you can be catapulted to the next level. Catherine, welcome to the Wealthy Wednesday Show. Thank you so much, Lucy. You are such an angel, and I'm so excited to be with you this evening. Wow, I, I'm so excited. We were talking earlier and showing each other the beautiful greenery that you're in right now, and you're able to truly have fun while you're working and empowering entrepreneurs. Well, I think it's important to just put a little note on that make everything fun brand because I I created that brand because I'm interested in so many things. I've been in the business world for so many years. I've worked with AT&T and Motorola and 3M and GE. I feel like they're all acronyms, but I've worked with some really big companies. I've seen the business side of things. I've worked with small businesses, but I've also worked in nutrition and wellness and sort of how we balance all of that. I've also worked in publishing. Now, these are the things when I say everything, these are things that we spend a lot of time on. And so when I have, when I talk about the brand and people go, Catherine, do you really make everything fun? I'm not trying to make, um, like I just killed a bee. I hate bees. I don't, I mean, I love bees that make honey, but like this was a wasp and I'm allergic to wasps. And so I like sort of ran across the room like, ah, and like crushed the thing. So I'm not making that fun. I'm not making things that are not meant to be fun that are short and should be discreet and have a, you know, like this is the beginning, this is the end, and then it's done and we move on. I don't want to make those things fun. I want to make things fun that we really want to spend a lot of time on. And everything I mentioned from business to entrepreneurship to publishing to nutrition and wellness, those are major time investments. So that's really what I'm, I'm working on so I can find that unlimited energy so we can stick to it because we all want to give up, don't we, at times? Yes, absolutely. Sometimes we do feel like it's just getting too hard or too frustrating or or too too much at times. And, you know, being able to get a little more fun in that and be able to start seeing things on a lighter level really makes it a lot easier for individuals to accomplish their goals and to be able to do everything that they choose and want to do in their life. 
Absolutely. I, I mean, I was listening to your episode about, you know, the five ways to overcome like a really, really difficult point in your life. You, you called it sort of deconstruction of your life. Mm-hmm. And, if, and certainly I don't want to make light of that and say, oh, you can make that fun. But I think there were, you had some great tips in there as far as, you know, writing down your strengths and what are you spending time on and finding support. There actually is some light there. And I think we have to find that light in the darkness, or we just kind of go down that spiral. And I think it's so important for everyone to realize that all the people around us that are doing so much, that are so productive, that are, you know, that we always see on Instagram and social media and all that stuff. Oh my gosh, they're so amazing. They're all going through this too. And we need to embrace those times that are difficult, find the light, find the fun, whatever kind of adjective you want to put in there. But I think that's why Lucy, that's why you have this show, right? Is to, is to show people, you know, what you've been through, what people can go through and come out the other side, be a better person and do incredible things for the world. That's what, like, that's what we care about at the end of the day. That's what we cared about, care about at the end of our lives, right? Like Mm -hmm. at our funeral, not to be morbid, but what are people going to say? Who is going to be there? When someone speaks from our family or from our community or from our professional life, what is going to be said? Like in the end, that's all that really matters. Mm, Yes, that's so true. And you earlier, you mentioned when where life starts spiraling down and, you know, there's different things that you can do. Do you have some tips and strategies on, on how, how do, when you're spiraling and, you know, as we're coming upon the, the holidays here, you know, sometimes our life starts spiraling down <laughs> right around the holidays. Do you have any tips or strategies to make that a little bit more fun? I have a gazillion, so I'm going to just try to keep it to a few. But I will tell you, when I do workshops with organizations, with nonprofits, because I, I, I love the holidays. I'm one of those people that loves the holidays. But when I ask others, and there have been certain years in my life, but I, when I ask others, does your stress stay the same? Does it get reduced or does it go up around the holidays? Guess what I hear the most? Most people's stress actually goes up. So we think about all the, like the fun and the parties and the social, you know, the socializing and the, and the love and the gifts and the magic, you know, of, of the holidays. But what it really comes down to is it comes down to more work in less time. And I think that's more emphasized than ever in today's world where everybody is so busy. So tips, uh, let, me, let me just give you two, my two favorites. First, take perfect out of your vocabulary. There will be no perfect Christmas morning, holiday, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, no. Take perfect out of your vocabulary. In fact, there'll be no perfect meals. There'll be no perfect gifts. Um, Take perfect out of your children's vocabulary. If you have kids, I know you do, Lucy. I do as well. I have two two kids, my son and my daughter. I have um, extended kids in the form of dogs and, you know, and animals. And and the thing is, is like, I have to teach them that like perfection ruins everything. And when they say like, mom, you're so weird. I'm like, thank you. Because I don't want to be normal and like certainly not perfect. Right. So I like let the freak flag fly. Right. So that's like my number one thing, like get rid of perfect, just be crazy, embrace your idiosyncrasies. And I, and I just have to say as a side note, 
think about what you remember your your loved ones that have passed on. It's like that Uncle Norm that had that funny little cackle. That might have been a imperfection or an idiosyncrasy, but it's what we remember him and love him by. It's the same thing. Like I have a my best friend snorts when she laughs. I absolutely love it. And I know when we're having fun, she's snorting, right? Like she might say, oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed I snort, you know, when we're in a concert, whatever, and we're trying to giggle and be quiet. But like, that's what I love her for. We need to love ourselves also for those idiosyncrasies and for those imperfections. Okay. So I think I've done enough with one. Um, What's the second one? So the second one is gratitude. Gratitude is the, it is the way through the messy middle. So we're all on a journey. We're all at some point, that point might be okay, it might be not okay, it might be awesome. But we want to get to somewhere else that we, we dream about, right? And that's sort of like the end point. Well, what's the journey in between? It's, it's like the messy middle. And, in, and we find ourselves in the messy middle on every day, in every hour, in every year. Like when we start to break down time, the messy middle comes up. And the only way to get through it is to be really present and to in that moment you know go to your senses and pick three things that you're grateful for and it will get you through that moment that is that is the thing that keeps me going every day every month every year gratitude Mm. and those two tips and actually you kind of slipped in a third one in there which is to be present which is really important in order for us to really understand the gratitude and a lot of times when I was younger and, and I, I was in the thick of the, the, the messiness going from where I was to where I really, really wanted to go and it wasn't happening fast enough or fun enough, I, I, would, I would have to sit down and be present and, to, and just start taking inventory of, of even the little tiny crumbs that I could find gratitude for. And then as I did that, I was able to move beyond that messiness and, and my little teeny tiny, you know, try to focus on three things, which sometimes was hard back then, to, to expansion. And I really feel like that, and it brings more fun to it because then you start looking for things to be happy for. Is that true? It is so true. And you brought up another wonderful point for people is that they need to be patient, right? So there is this journey, right? We're here and we want to go there and there's some messy middle stuff in the, in, in between, but you know, the universe doesn't necessarily always understand. I want this yesterday, right? And I have this wonderful friend who wrote a book called, you know, uh, this, this isn't the life I ordered. (laughs) Oh, I love that one. (laughs) Isn't that great? Right. And you know, it's like, we we ha- we we believe in the affirmations we believe in the visualizations we believe in the positive psychology and the thing is is like the universe has its own timeline and it has its own beautiful plan you know i this very same friend of mine i listened to her do a talk and she has interviewed a lot of this is a little woo woo but she's interviewed a lot of people that have had um afterlife or near life or near death experiences sorry so afterlife they came back and they told about their experiences and the one that and I come from a, like a biochemist, very, you know, sort of not strict, but I would say sort of scientific background. And so a lot of questioning around that, but my friend's also a journalist and 
he was anchored for major TV stations and, and newspapers. So she really tries to get behind the science. Anyways, she was interviewing this woman. I just love this picture because I think your listeners, if they're visual, they would just love this because it's so beautiful. So think about your favorite oriental carpet or just some carpet that has a very intricate pattern. And so we, you and I, Lucy and Catherine and everyone listening, like we're in the threads and there might be some dust in there, maybe some cat dander, maybe some dog stuff and whatever else we tracked in. It's all in the middle of those threads, right? And so we're in this kind of mess, right? What happens, what, what my friend explained, her name is Jen Weigel. She actually wrote, um, this is the life I ordered. She wrote, I, I'm spiritual, damn it. She wrote, stay tuned. She's just a fabulous person. She wrote about um, how when she interviewed this woman who had an afterlife experience, you actually zoom out from that carpet and you see that carpet from some level above. Maybe it's 10 feet, 30 feet, 30,000 feet. But what you start to see is this intricate, beautiful, well-planned pattern. And the closer you get to it, the less you can see it, but you just have to trust sometimes that when you're in that messy middle, when you're in the cat danner and the dog hair and the dirt, you're actually, your part, your life, your community, your, to use your words, Lucy, your purpose, your mission, they're all part of this beautiful pattern that is beautiful, that is to be appreciated. And if we can take a moment to just imagine, like moving out, to zoom out, then we can appreciate those moments in between. That's the only way to do it. I'd rather do that now than wait till I die. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And, and I'm going to do that tonight for, for an exercise to just zoom out and, and look at all of the, the people I've touched, all of the, the lives that, that have reached out to me and, and have told me, wow, your, your talk made a difference, or, or even the people that I've met when I was traveling and, and how I've, I've made their day just you know, by giving a stranger a birthday card and or you know, just doing random acts of kindness. And I'm going to do that because that, that, I love that story. And I really love on how that kind of makes life a little bit more fun when you can, you know, just take a moment, zoom out, and then look at your life from above, you know, maybe 10 feet, 20 feet, and then you'll start seeing with clarity. It's so true. And you said in that episode about five things to do when you're really seeing a life deconstruction and reconstruction and finding your spiritual path. The first thing you said was nature, was to get out in nature. And I thought that was so important. And if people didn't listen to that, or if they didn't hear that enough, they should go back to that episode and listen. But I also think they should hear what we're talking about right now because nature really is this soothing balm. And with the whole zooming out thing, it's like, so I live in the mountains. You know, we were talking about the blue spruces in the back. Mm-hmm. I live in the mountains and there is nothing like, you know, waking up, getting into my emails and other people's agendas and all the things that I have to do and like just the pressure that is our lives today in our digitally connected world, there's nothing like going to the mountain and when the mountain's open, I can go on the chairlift, you're in the bottom and you're like consumed with worry and fear and to-dos. You sit on that chairlift, it might be five minutes, might be 10 at the most. You might go up 3,500 feet 
you get to the top and it's like, what was I thinking? <laughs> what was I worried about? Right? Because then you start to see the vastness of this world and the beauty and, and, great, and how great the world is and how little our concerns and our to-do lists really are. Not saying that we shouldn't take action and we shouldn't have to-do lists, but we have to put it all in perspective. And so I love that that was your very first go-to item because I can't say it enough. And if someone's listening from a very busy city, they can go out and just look up at the sky a patch of blue with some clouds passing over or some stars in the sky or a patch of green grass. Like that's really where we find a little bit of zooming out, a little bit of balance in our very busy world. That's so incredibly true. And, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of moms listening to this and they're trying to integrate their professional life, they're raising a family, the holidays are coming along. Is there, is there any tips or strategies you have for, for the, the mom entrepreneurs that are listening to this right now on how maybe how they can make it a little bit more fun or how they can, they can have an easier holiday? So holidays are a lot about comparison, unfortunately, because it's, it's such a social time and you know, we go to somebody's house and everything looks so beautiful, the de- you know, decorations. Oh my gosh, the holiday cards. It's like, oh my gosh, look what everybody's doing and I'm not doing enough, right? So let me just say to make your holidays fun, more fun, just remember to compare is to despair. So stop mm-hmm. putting the lens on everybody else. Enjoy the the cards for what they're worth. Enjoy the social interaction for what they're worth. But just spend as much time as possible as as you, you know, just reflect inward and really value yourself without comparison to others. I think that's actually at the very root of what makes people kind of uncomfortable and unhappy around the holidays, whether it's you know, are my kids eating as well as so-and-so's, the, you know, the, the neighbors, the keep up with the Joneses thing, is my house as beautiful, is, you know, am I as organized, am I on track, like she got all her gifts and I haven't, like there's so much comparison, just leave that away, you know, leave that aside, remember that to compare is, just, is to despair and create your own traditions that you love and if it means, oh my gosh, I love people that send out holiday cards on like um, um, Valentine's Day or like spring break or whatever. Like they just say, you know what? We're going to do our own thing. And you don't even have to send out cards. You can do something totally different, but create your own thing. That's your own authentic signature and you will be much happier and have a lot more fun. Oh, that sounds fabulous. And you know, we're, we're getting close to wrapping up the show and I know you have a free gift that helps the individual's who are looking through the holidays with a little bit more um, pizzazz with the nutrition. And can you tell us a little bit about that and how can individuals get a hold of that? Sure. So it's so nice to be able to offer something, especially around the holidays. It's all about gift giving, but this is a free gift really from my heart because I, I, as a nutritional counselor, I understand how there's a lot of food and a lot of there's, you know, food is love and how do we work around that during the holidays? And there's also a lot of shame around food. So I wrote a book called Make Nutrition Fun. It's my latest book. It's my sixth book. It was a bestseller on Amazon and it received a few awards. I'm really excited to say that even though 
I made fun of myself and I uncovered all of the mistakes that I, as a certified nutritional counselor, made with my kids. And my kids were like, oh my God, I can't believe you told that story, mom, about me, about how I like hid all these omega-3 pills under the carpet and whatever. Like it's just one sort of mess up after the other with tips and strategies that I use that you can use if you want to, if you don't want to, no problem. There's a 30-day calendar of activities and recipes. There's recipes for things like cookies and cakes in there because I don't believe that, that nutrition should be about shame or about deprivation. So this book will be at makeeverythingfun.com forward slash Lucy in honor of you. And everyone can get their copy and, and go on a, it's a 30 day journey if you want to take it with a calendar and all these recipes and activities and it's totally free and it's totally lighthearted. So if you're stressing around the holidays and you're stressing about recipes or whatever, just let it go, have a laugh and, um, and make nutrition fun. Wow. And that's the complete entire book. It's not, it's not an insert. It's not a teaser. It's your actual best-selling book that you've got awards from. Is that correct? It is. It is. I, I wrote it from my heart and I give it from my heart. Just like all of the work that you do, Lucy. I mean, I think we're both on the same kind of path of let's make this work, this world a better place because we do think about our funerals and all the people that are going to gather around us and say, wow, they changed our lives. And we talk in the pre-interview chat about those people that reach out to us and change our lives because they... They said, wow, you really, you know, you, you helped me to get on a new path or you helped me find some positivity in my life. And that's what we're about. So I appreciate your work too. Absolutely. And for those of, of the audience that are listening, they can go to your website, which is makeeverythingfun.com. They can find out more about you and they can go to the website, put slash Lucy, L-U-C-I to get their free gift. Is there any last tips, strategies, or anything else you would like to leave our audience with before we say our farewells? All I will say is just keep on listening to podcasts like these. I really, I know Lucy, you're not like a super early morning person, but you know, you're, you said 11 to seven is your, your, your greatest period of productivity, but people like just Start your day, if you can, with some nature, with some movement, put on your headsets, get out, listen to podcasts like these, and just get on the right track. I really believe that success and positivity begets success and positivity, and so often it's about starting the day on the right path, on the right foot, and podcasts like these really help. So I applaud your work, Lucy. Really appreciate it. Thank you so kindly, and I I really want to thank my audience. Thank you for listening to the Wealthy Wednesday show. I'm so excited. Just in a few more months, we'll be hitting our fourth year. So make sure you stay tuned. If you're listening to us on YouTube, make sure you subscribe. And you can find us on Spotify, iHeart, iTunes. Just look up Wealthy Wednesday show, and you'll probably even find the app which is on the iPhone and on the Android too. If you need to get a hold of me personally, my website's lucymcmonicle.com and I'd be happy to um, hear from you. So until next time, abundant blessings. Are you ready to change your money flow? Would you like to get beyond the six figures that you keep bumping up against? 
Well, let me tell you, my book, Magical Money Manifestations, is going to help you create money manifestations on autopilot so that you will have more money, more freedom, and more joy in your life. Go to MagicalMoneyManifestations.com to find out more information. Thank you for listening to another edition of the Wealthy Wednesday Show. I'm your host, Lucy McMonagle, and I'd really appreciate it if you would share this with your friends, your family, your tribe, and let other people know that the Wealthy Wednesday Show is creating a movement to make this world a better place, and we rely on you to get the word out so that we can create mass influence. So until next time, abundant blessings.